Anyways, that's when I said, I'm never having my hair done here again. Hi, welcome to SJW Social Justice Weirdos. I'm Charlie McCorn, they, them, there. And I am Lenny Peppers, she, her, hers. And we are continuing our journey of the strange and the uncomfortable through the lens of social justice. Uh, Lenny, what is our subject today? I'm very excited. We talked about it last time and I just forgot because, you know, I'm in my 30s now. Bit of a drug problem. What what do you got for us? Uh, So this week we will be talking about um, Indian burial grounds and sacred sites and specifically how Walmart keeps building walmarts on top of these sacred sites really Mm -hmm. that's interesting that's exciting first question i feel like i want to ask like with this subject is i I know there's like a joke or a meme going around about how like our whole country is built on native american burial grounds how from your perspective like how how true is that are we you know just making jokers or some sort of truth to that well i mean uh I think that there is some some truth to that, but I also think that uh, that's true for pretty much the entire world. <laughs> I mean, every place is, you know, essentially someplace where people lived and people died. And so, uh, and I'm actually really guilty of using this joke as well. I do have a joke uh, in my comedy set called Potholder Guys, where I talk about my house being built on a burial ground. But I uh, use it more as like an ironic, like this is ridiculous, right? Like everyone thinks that this is ridiculous. And so I put it in my joke because it's funny. Sure. Uh, but the problem with it is, is that um, people use it in like Family Guy and um, other major cartoons and comedy shows and uh, as a joke. And I I think that people forget that this has real world effects on actual indigenous people that are alive here in America today. So it's not just all like the film Poltergeist or the Amityville horror or us like, oh, shorthanding, like, ha ha, like our whole country is built on genocide. There's still like real world implications coming from this, right? Yeah, totally. The trope is so ridiculous in itself. Originally, it was built into like when Puritans uh, came over to the Americas, they actually considered natives as like demons because of our, this is their words, their, our subhuman relationship with the wilderness, uh, which has These like. These fucking Puritans. What? <laughs> Jesus <Yeah>. Christ. <laughs> fucking buckles on their hats showing up being shitty to to the new neighbors yeah damn it puritans and and the fact that our religions and our cultures and traditions weren't like centered in christianity like instantly made us like evil and so they started like including us in like witchcraft stories uh we were seen as demons we're drawn as demons there's artwork and poetry, and we ended up being ultimately built into the American folklore, like the stories that we um, consider America's origin stories are built on an ancient Indian burial ground. <laughs> Basically, they have put a, us as ghosts and saying, oh, darn, look at this thing that happened to the poor natives. And then 
um, now they're ghosts and we have to, you, you know, move on from this, basically. This is, I mean, as someone who is frequently embarrassed by their country and the history of their country, this is just so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, it's really, I mean, it's so embedded in American <clears throat> folklore. And the thing is, is like, I never had any interest in American folklore until I started like digging into this specific topic. And now I'm like totally obsessed with the stories that we tell about our country's beginnings and how that um, rhetoric kind of built upon um the way that people see natives today. Wow. So I do have to give, I, I'm going to like defend poltergeist here a little bit though, because poltergeist wasn't built on an Indian burial ground. It was built on a burial ground. And then everybody just started calling it an Indian burial ground. Oh, really? Yeah. I never, you know what? Geez, that, you know, that makes so much sense now. Cause I know that movie. And I know, obviously, the, oh, you move the tombstones, we left the bodies. Mm-hmm. And yet we're sort of applying sort of the, the history of like American colonialism to that, which is which is wild. I like to use it as a metaphor for gentrification. <laughs> so, I mean, it, <laughs> <laughs> but um, and also Pet Cemetery, the novel, uh, yes. Stephen King was actually really kind of a little bit more woke than other people. I'm not going to say that everything that he has said about natives has been great. Oh, sure. But... I'm currently reading his book, Dreamcatcher, right now, which yeah. has some problems, we'll say. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a huge Stephen King fan. I've read all of his books, but Pet Cemetery specifically, in his book, he didn't say that that was an Indian burial ground. He said that Indians wouldn't bury their dead there. So, oh, so it's the opposite yeah. of an old Indian burial ground. He said that they actually were fighting to keep the land at that time. They existed. They were like, he's like, these people are alive right now and they're fighting to keep this land, basically to keep people from going on to the cursed part because they were like protectors of that area. They were supposed to protect humanity from it. Interesting. I just, and I mentioned this before, I just read uh, the book, The Amityville Horror, that the film series is based on. And it, it, it purports itself to be a, a true story of, of this haunting. Mm-hmm. And I was sort of on the lookout because I, I try to be aware of these issues. But in this book, which I thought was sort of an interesting, not subversion or even like take of it, but just sort of like an extension of this sort of trope, is that the house that the, uh, the haunted house is built on uh, was originally a location where they sent people with mental illness or where the local Indian tribes would send people with mental illnesses to die. Yeah. Which isn't something tribal peoples really would tend to do. We tend to take care of our sick and our elderly, you know, <laughs> but I, but that doesn't seem like something the demons would do Lenny. I mean, oh, yeah. demons I, mean, would take care yeah. of them. I don't know. I mean, I'm just a white person. I'm not sure what's going on. I'm going to go turn on Fox News and get my opinions from there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favorite personal TV version of this is when they did it on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Because it's definitely like settler fear and colonial guilt driving this entire episode. Basically, Xander falls into 
a church that was yes. part of the Indian burial ground. syphilis. Yes. <laughs> yep, that's the one. Uh, which, yeah, hilarious, but also cringy, super cringy. Yeah, I just uh, I just started doing a Buffy rewatch. Um, I'm almost through the first season. And one, really? Xander's the fucking worst. Yeah. But two, it is really shocking to just sort of see, like, be watching this show and then, like, what the fuck? Why would they say that? Oh, right. It's 1997. Like, yeah. We, we've still come a long way. And, you know, not everything can be handled in the, you know, the, the way that it can now, we'll say. I'm super excited that you just started rewatching it because I'm in season three right now. And so oh. I will slow down and wait for you and then I'll just shoot through the rest of it because i'm gonna watch angel too when i'm done that my plan is the idea so i'm doing this um with my friend jen hey shout out to jen in portland and we're doing like a distance you know watching it together our plan is once we get to the spinoff we're going to be watching them as they would have premiered yeah buffy angel buffy angel buffy angel so forth and so on that's what i wanted to do but nobody in my house is excited to do that as I am. Your family's full of nerds. Make the, <laughs> I don't know why they're, what they're having a problem with. Make yeah. them watch the show, which I'm finding is not quite as culturally uh, transitory as I thought it was going to be. I thought we would love Buffy the Vampire Slayer forever. Turns out we don't. Uh, I love Cordy, by the way. Cordy oh, is sure. the bomb. Great, great character. Yeah. Okay, so that brings me to my next point. So the the Indian burial ground is what is known as a dead horse trope. And I'm going to let you tell us about that. A dead horse trope? Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean like fighting a dead horse? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So a dead horse trope is something that is so common or, or so frequently used. So in, in the space uh, of its time that it kind of like loses its original meaning and has sort of the opposite meaning almost. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's more more subverted. Um, the best example of this is, and this is not the best example, this is the example that I have, and I'm a genius, so uh, there was this book that I had that was like, ooh, how to be a writer, but it was like written in the 1970s, and it had a list of cliches that were so common uh, that you shouldn't use them anymore. And I guess we all took that advice because all of the expressions in this book are, are completely just gibberish to me. The one that I remember is about um, you're as steady as a pig on ice. It's like, don't use this because everyone uses this expression about pigs being on ice, write something original. And so we, we leave the dead horses behind and they sort of create their own sort of, we leave them behind, they become their own thing. Like yeah. ghosts, we'll say, ghosts yeah, of expressions. Terrifying to think of it that way. Mm-hmm. You're just like dead horses out there, just ready to fight. Well, fight I mean, back into pop culture. <laughs> you know, we talked about it earlier. I mean, I guess we're also like built on like dinosaur burial grounds. We don't see like the ghost of dinosaurs showing up. I mean, unless you count like climate change and our reliance on like fossil fuels as like the, the ghost of dinosaurs haunting us out of our house, but. I left that pause there on purpose. <laughs> just wanted to see what you would do. <laughs> I was just, I was going to just sort of wallow in, in that great thing that I just said. <laughs> um, moving yeah, on. Climate change is caused by dinosaur ghosts. Boom, we proved it. <laughs> I mean, it is though. Okay, so I'm going to move on. 
Okay. Uh, because I want to talk about, uh, I mean, I mean, you basically segued us into the next part. I mean, climate change is caused by dinosaur ghosts, like in a way. And um, this also has like real world effects that are happening to us today. Mm -hmm. And so basically what it comes down to is people aren't taking as seriously when we're trying to fight for like real issues like protecting the earth and water and you know murdered and missing indigenous women but also protecting our sacred sites where where we've actually put our dead in the past i i'm i'm like struggling to not say indian burial grounds <laughs> but we do have <laughs> mounds and we do have sacred sites that have been destroyed over and over again and people don't take us seriously like when we're out there protesting like this and so walmart has been one of the big like offenders of this and so i'm going to tell you about about that all right let let me hear this uh so you said earlier that walmart's like have this correlation i'm very curious about this yeah and i think that it's just because they have so many um Walmart's uh, going into so many places all at once, like in the eight, late 90s, early 2000s, they were just going up like everywhere really fast. Yeah. But people were using basically federal funds and taxpayer funds to like do economic development projects and stuff. And so it was actually like the federal government and the American people like paying for these places to go up. And so they would say that the, we're going to build a Walmart here and then natives would be like, no, we have a sacred site right there and would be fighting like to keep people from putting Walmarts there. And, and Walmart they, listened and said, oh, of course, we, we respect your autonomy. We, we, we respect your right to self-govern as a tribe, but we're going to build our Walmart elsewhere. That's what Walmart said, right? Because they're good people. Exactly. And that's the end of this episode. So yeah, it was a good show. Yeah. Hey, we did it. <laughs> no, that's not what happened. Uh, I could, uh, I have a list of states here that had Walmarts going up uh, into all of these different places. We have Arkansas, Missouri, Tennessee, Ohio, Georgia, California, Hawaii, and then of course they built one at Teotihuacan in Mexico. <laughs> so they actually also had some close calls with um, West Virginia, New York, and California. And I'm not saying like these are the only places that these Walmarts were built, but uh, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about some of them. So basically they would put up these Walmarts and then they would, like people would protest it and then they would be like, uh, some of the Walmarts, like one of them decided to put up a display next to the layaway counter of, uh, the artifacts that they found while they were building their store. This one was in Georgia. That's fucked up. That is that is beyond fucked up. Yes. Uh, one of the Walmarts put up a statue, and it's really kind of creepy. I went and took a look at it. And it's like this, all, and I might have looked at the wrong one, honestly, but I think this is the one, but it's all black. It's of a dancer. And so they were like, oh, sorry, we built this on your burial ground. We're going to put up a statue here. And then this statue was vandalized before it could be dedicated. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Uh, uh, several of the other Walmarts stuck the bones in trailers and storage units for years and years, not doing anything with them. And one of them actually took them out of their burial boxes and threw them into cardboard boxes before they stuck them in trailers and storage units. Wow, that's, I mean, I hate to just keep saying that's really fucked up. That's really fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and I, I originally like logged in, like thinking that this was going to be like a joke, but then I was shocked with how many Walmart stories there were of them being actually built on the burial grounds. And I was like, holy crap. So it was just kind of like a thread that I saw um, needing to be picked at. And then when I started picking at it, it was like really, really real, more real than I had ever like. Wow. <laughs> it would be. Um, I also found that there are some other sites that had protests for being built on Indian burial grounds. And that would be, um, or sacred sites, I should say. And one of them is the Tennessee Titans Stadium. Ooh, really? That's, that's not a small building, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a Whole Foods in Hawaii that was built on a sacred site. Oh, my goodness. Um, how highways are notoriously built across sacred sites all the time. I think I've seen some horror movies with that plot, with that exact plot. Yeah, because that's actually happens. And wow. then of course, Trump's wall in the small area where it did go up, they blasted through sacred sites. And you can see videos of the indigenous native people in that area crying and begging them not to do it and say like crying after it happens and saying like, this can never be fixed. Wait, President Trump did that? I know it's hard to believe. Uh, he is, he's just a very stable genius that cares about everybody. Why would he do something that seems so like mm, bullyish? Why would he do something so, so small minded and shitty? He's the president. He should have, I guess I'm used to them having a higher level of decor. I, I should, I should write him a letter if I thought he could read. Yeah. Um, maybe tweet at him. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That goes well. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone doing that's like, this will be the tweet that he reads that turns this all around. This yeah. <laughs> uh, and so that was kind of where I stopped diving because I couldn't take anymore. <laughs> I, wow. was, I was done with it after I watched the videos of, you know, fellow Native Americans crying over this sacred site that was blasted through. Shit. Well, Lenny, this must have been a really tough research project for you. Um, Thank you for sharing that. This is, I mean, I think from my perspective, um, you know, like we said at the beginning, it's like this joke you hear, oh, it's an ancient Indian burial ground. Ha ha ha. That's where the ghosts come from. But there are still like real world, like terrors being inflicted on the destruction of these sacred sites. Right. And At people won't take him seriously because they're seen as something that's funny in horror movies. Boy, that's that makes me feel bad. That that like really kind of cuts through the armor. That's really just like, ah, oh, shit. Things are things are bad. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 can we do? What can people do? Uh, should we should we be hypothetically like mm, picking up these WalMarts and moving them into the ocean? Should we throw all these WalMarts into the ocean? Would that like what should we do? 
what thing uh, can, we, can we talk well, about you know, get us yelled at for i for do this in my small way by you know trying to shoplift every time i go to walmart mm-hmm. sure yeah no i i don't really do that of course not i hope my fbi wink <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's right. I don't shoplift from Walmart either. Wink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, ultimately what it comes down to is like the damage is done. You can't undo this damage. But the thing that could happen is that when Native people are protesting because they don't want their sacred sites destroyed, then maybe people should start I mean, maybe allies should stand behind us when we do have, when we're trying to protect the water, you know, maybe don't shoot rubber bullets at us and, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Well, I'm putting this all in my letter to President Trump. I'm, I'm sure he's, he's a reasonable man. He'll listen to this. <laughs> well, that's all I have. Do you want to tell us about what you are going to talk about in our next episode? Yes, uh, I realize that we've been using kind of this outro about throwing bricks, and I feel like it's time to really get back uh, to the person that really mm, not just started throwing bricks, but throwing them for gay rights. We're talking about uh, the legend herself, Marsha P. Johnson. Okay, I'm super Ooh. excited about this one. Yeah, the, the short version of it, but I mean, tune in next time, but the short version of this uh, is that uh, we talked about like the Stonewall riots as being like a pivotal point for for LGBTQ like representation and rights. Mm-hmm. Well, the Stonewall riots would not have started without uh, Marsha P. Johnson or other uh, Black and Latinx uh, women of color who were there at the front at the front lines throwing bricks. Yep. That'll be, that'll be good. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, as a white person, will not stumble over anything awful and say something terrible next episode. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, you are like one of the most woke people that I know personally. I think I'm sure it'll be fine. I don't know um, about that, but thank you very much. <laughs> and I guess on that note, that is our episode of Social Justice Weirdos. Yeah, uh, I'm Charlie McCorn, and I am Lenny Peppers change the world, and if you can't, throw a fucking breath. <laughs> <laughs>